Welcome to an episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick, joined by my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how you doing tonight, man? Um, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> yeah, today's uh, today's been an interesting day for you, hasn't it? A little bit. A little bit. So, uh, yeah, the day is uh, finally here. Uh, the day this is going up is... February 2nd, I believe that's Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow's the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta on CBS, Patriots at Rams, Bill Belichick versus Sean McVay, Brady versus Goff. I think this is going to be a good game. Um, I know you are not a fan of this matchup. It... Uh, Sorry, were you, were you saying something? No. No, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I, all right. So um, I know you thought it should be at least Patriots-Saints. Obviously, I agree with that. I think it should have been Patriots-Saints. The Rams got bailed out by a very bad ref ball. But um, at the same time, mm-hmm. Patriots-Rams, I wouldn't exactly say this is a bad matchup. or It's going to be a bad game. Um, I mean, personally, I would, but, you know, people got preferences. Yeah, people got preferences. So, um, anyways, the Patriots in this game are two-and-a-half-point favorites. And, I mean, I think that's pretty neat, you know, seeing the Patriots two-and-a-half-point favorites against a powerhouse team like the Rams... Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have to see how the Patriots are going to, how that offensive line is going to work against the Rams defensive line. Aaron Donald and Ndamukong Sue are obviously going to be huge factors to this game. Guys like Dante Fowler, he's going to be a huge factor too. Um, against like uh, the Patriots secondary, they're going to be tested against guys like Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. Uh, that's going to be interesting. We're going to have to see how the linebackers do against Tyler Higby. Um, I'm expecting an offensive shootout in this game, if we're being honest. Because I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it it depends. It depends on how the secondaries play for both teams. Yeah, I think Um, it's gonna come down to the secondaries, to be honest. I mean, it all depends because obviously the Rams got the names, but they haven't. Like Peters hasn't exactly played at his level this season, so, I mean, he's got one more game to step that up, of course, and it's, you know, the biggest one of his career, so, yeah, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Yeah, yeah and even on the uh, the other side, you got uh, Stephon Gilmore, you got J.C. Jackson, Jason McCourty for the Patriots, they've all had really good points to their seasons, they've all had some really not-so-great points, um... I know J.C. Jackson. You've really enjoyed taking shots at him. He got cooked a lot. He he did get cooked a couple hey. times. You're not wrong. Couple times. I mean, I'm just gonna say this. He lit up the That's lowest rating in the NFL this season. So. Yeah. Well, when it mattered, he got fucking destroyed. I mean, I think I think you're uh, you're underrating him just a little bit, but maybe maybe my bias is showing a little bit. I mean, when you start getting cooked by Sammy Watkins, it's not a good day. Uh, I mean, Sammy Watkins, he's hes a tough guy to cover. No, don't start. He's Eddie Lacy. 
be. No, he's he's he is he is uh, he is Calvin Benjamin if Calvin Benjamin had talent, uh, even the slightest amount. Two hundred and sixty pounds. Well, I mean, Sammy Watkins is not exactly far from two sixty either. Sammy Watkins, he's he's not that big. I mean, he ain't. Listen, he ain't a. I don't. I don't know if I put him in the top thirty. I mean, obviously, you got cooked by Kelsey, too, but, you know, that, yeah, that happens. Yeah, that yeah. happens to everyone. Sam Watkins so. is only 205. Okay, well, still. 205 is pretty big for a... a res to, to be getting burned by a guy that's 205 is a little, you know, it's not great. I mean, AJ Green's like 215 or something like that. AJ Green, are you gonna really say those words? You're gonna really put Sammy Watkins and AJ Green that's in the same sentence? Saying, that's that is that's what you implying, and I don't that's, like it. That's I think you're I think you're you're, you're hearing one thing and you're interpreting it as a, as another thing. No, I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about AJ Green when we're talking about Sammy Watkins. All right, you know what? All right. So um. Anyways, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of funny. You know, the Super Bowl, it's the biggest football game of the year. There really isn't too much to talk about in this game. I mean, Patriots-Rams, Belichick-McVay. Could this be Brady's last game ever? No. You don't think he's going to retire? No, because it's not Belichick's last game ever. Unless it is. Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay. Why don't... I think you've explained this point to me, but why don't why don't you explain it on the podcast? Because I don't think you've said it on online. Listen, Brady, he's Brady's not going to let the narrative that Belichick doesn't need him even have a chance to live. I think as soon as Belichick is done, Brady's done. I think there's a better chance Gronk's done than Brady. I could done. see that. I could definitely understand where you're coming from with Did, that. There's a better chance this is Gronk's last game than Brady's. Yeah. Unless, unless by some, uh, by some magic, Belichick decides he's done after this game, then Brady's not done. Hmm. Yep. All right. So Brady isn't done if Belichick's not done. Pretty much because you don't think he wants to uh, be seen as... He doesn't want that narrative. He doesn't you want, don't want that. He, he don't... I mean, it's a little too late. People already have the narrative. I mean, but I he doesn't, he doesn't want... He doesn't want a fresh example of that narrative. I guarantee you that. He does not want a fresh example. So let me tell you, I just, let me tell you, like, that could definitely happen to him if if he leaves before Belichick does. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question here. If in theory Brady retires and Belichick stays after this game. I know you say he's not going to, but just in theory if he does. And then the Patriots draft a quarterback and he just kind of drops in that system. What does that do to the Brady's system quarterback narrative? It I don't know. I don't cuz you mean I'm a, we're not going to forget what Matt Castle did, but if... It should be known that Matt Castle also had Randy Moss in his prime. In his prime is a little... 
I don't know about that. I mean, a season removed from scoring, like, what, 23 touchdowns or something like that? He wasn't Viking Randy Moss. There was no Viking Randy Moss after he left the Vikings. But, I think the 2007 season was his best season ever. Mm, well, maybe it was, but he also had prime top, who could actually throw. So that's a little different. I think if if they draft a QB, if first round talent, or are we talking like some? Yeah, I'm scrub? thinking like first round. I, I think okay. There is no round. first. Okay, if they took a first round QB, he's not fluffing in that system. But, but if they took a, no, I'm not even doing that. What if? Because that's ridiculous. Because it's not even that's, this. That's the, whole, that's the whole point of this question, though. Well, that's then it's just a bad question. Damn. All right. Because there is no first-round talent in this draft that would fluff in that system. You really think so? Yeah, I I'm, I know that. You know that. Yep. Huh? No way. Well, all right then. If they took a later guy, maybe. <laughs> but first-round guy, no. He'd thrive easily. Even without Gronk, he'd be fine. All right, I got you. So, uh, yeah, like I said, there's really just not much to actually talk about in this game. So I think I'm just going to leave my picks. Bryce, you really don't care about this game, so you already told me you don't want to make a pick for this game. Um, if it comes to any surprise to anyone, you're a new listener, and to that I thank you for listening. Uh, I'm picking the Patriots because I, you know, you, you know why I'm picking the Patriots at this point. Um, yeah, and, uh, well, really with that, I think we're just going to move on to the NBA, because, frankly, the last couple of days of the NBA, there's been a lot of shit going down. I don't know what you want to start with. Uh, let's start with the, let's start with the less recent news, let's move chronologically. Okay, okay, so AD. Yes, we're going to talk AD first. Um, Anthony Davis had requested a trade from the Pelicans. And well, he did a little more than that, too. Yeah, why don't, why don't you go in further in depth about that? So, AD... Um, AD... Well, alright. First of all, they find him 50 grand for this. I thought that was ridiculous because it wasn't really him that did it. It was Rich Paul, his agent. Um, but... His trade request went public. See, this is the thing I don't get. It's like, is he, he's Anthony Davis. How is him requesting a trade not going to go public? You know, that's that's a great question. And um, frankly, I don't know. It's uh, And he didn't even make it public. It was Rich Paul. I don't know. If, like, he got fined 50 grand for it. I don't know if maybe he's supposed to be held responsible for like something his agent says publicly. I don't know, but I, I thought really that was ridiculous. That works, so I can't really but now, but he didn't only request a trade. He released, or Rich Paul again, released a statement that said he wants to be a Laker. Any other team that gets him, he's a rental. Um, oh, I didn't realize he said he wanted to be a Laker. Yes, he came. The state, his statement was any team that trades for him that isn't the Lakers, he's a rental and he's leaving. That was pretty much what he said. So, um, when it comes to AD, I think we ran a poll uh, that said, you know, who's, who's got the best chance getting them. And late, I think the Lakers won that poll on our 
Twitter, but I, I can check that right now. I think they. I think he. I think it did. If I remember right, the Lakers won. But I mean, obviously, the Celtics could trade for him. But yeah, I think the Celtics have the best trade package. But yeah, but I mean, he's he said he's a rental, so you're taking a risk. You're mortgaging your future for like a, a season. And you'd have to part ways with Kyrie, most likely, which, if you're thinking about him long-term, like, you want him to be the centerpiece, um, I wouldn't do that. Because there's a lot of uncertainty sometimes with Kyrie, too, in the media, because you never know. He's a bit of a wild card himself. Um, Yeah, just, uh, I want to jut in here for a second. Yeah, the Lakers did win by a pretty considerable margin in the poll, so... Yeah, I mean, obviously he said contender, and there's only one team that's winning the ring this year. So, <laughs> if he ends up a warrior, um, if he ends up a that, warrior, I'm never watching yeah, it's basketball out. again. Um, yeah, that would that would be that, uh, would, put pretty, the, that would put the nail in the coffin. I'm I'm not I'm not watching. Well, it. he did say he's a rental, so he would leave the Warriors, would and he they. Know? I mean, if the statement's true, then yeah, in theory. In theory, I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You want to play with Braun in twenty twenty? I guess. I mean, that's one thing, but I mean, would you just leave the Warriors like that? Depends on what happens this off season too. Yeah, I guess KD might leave. Clay might leave. Draymond's terrible. I mean. Steph, I mean, he's still playing well, but I don't know how much, you know, I mean, obviously that stops eventually. I don't see it stopping now, but that does eventually stop. So, I don't know, man. That's going to be an interesting offseason. You know, I think it's always been funny that the trade deadline and offseason for the NBA is far more interesting than the actual season itself, you know. Well, I feel like I feel like that's part of because of the Warriors and everything, and they've kind of ruined the regular season because you already kind of know it doesn't matter. Oh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess so, but but I mean, the trade deadline's always fun because you get Woj bombs on Twitter left and right. You'll see something yeah. that exists, you know. Holy shit! Um, it's always an interesting time. So AD, if you if you were Ainge and you were if you believed the statement that AD said, you know he wants to be a Laker. Any other teams a rental? <laughs> are you even going to trade for him? Nope. You wouldn't trade for him at all. If I if I want a if I'm if I'm going after AD, I'm getting him on a long term deal. So you have to put faith in that you can convince him that to stay. Yeah, I I have to do that. So if you did trade for him, what would you trade for him? Is this based on get a long term deal or? This is this is the chance at. Man, like um, you're taking a like you are going in blind here. I'm going like in blind. He, like you could either trade your whole you could either trade all those picks and two players for AD to just leave, or you could maybe keep them. Um, I mean, it's. I mean, if I'm getting him for a rental, then that also probably means that the Pelicans would be a little more easy on letting him go. 
Mm, not exactly. I mean, that I doesn't think, exactly I think, mean that. I think that. there'd be a lower asking price if it's for a rental than if it's for a full. But you don't know. But the, no, yeah, I, don't I, know, I know you don't. They know. don't have to think that. They way, don't though. have to. But I like to think that that's what, how they. But if the Celtics do throw a trade, if the Celtics do throw them, a trade, here's how Tatum goes. Tatum's in it. Like, there's no other way. I mean, if I'm, you're gonna have to give them Tatum and all one more player, I think, and a lot of picks. And that's for rent, rental or no rental. That's gonna be the price. So, um, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm giving Jason Tatum out of the deal because I think there's just too much. And then you're not there. getting, uh, and then you're not getting him unless Kyrie's in the deal. Like that's just oh, not how Tatum it works. Tatum and Kyrie are my two guys that I'm, are untouchable. Oh, uh, uh, then guess so, anyone else on the roster? But I guess Ainge, okay, Ainge said Tatum's not untouchable. Well, all right, maybe he's not untouchable, but he's like, he, he, I'd say Tatum's as close. Why would he be untouchable? Like he's Tatum, young talent. He's got so he much, ain't, a lot of upside. Uh, come on, he's. For, we're talking about AD. Like, we're talking about... Would you rather have... Would you rather... Uh, I'd rather have Tatum long-term than a potential... I'd have get Tatum at least... Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the best power forward in the NBA since Tim Duncan. I'm aware. I'm aware, yes. And But would you really give up Jason Tatum, a really young talent who is absolutely adored in Boston? You got so many... He, he's got a lot of reason to want to stay in Boston... Versus gambling that and going with AD for half a season. Just for him to up and leave, potentially, in the offseason. Kyrie and AD might be a ring right now. Ky- Kyrie, and Kyrie might not stay. Tatum's never leaving a team to a ring by himself. That's just not going to happen. So you need to give him... You either need to move him for a piece that will, or you need to add pieces around him. Which I mean, they kind of have now, but they need more. Yeah, I wouldn't. Tatum, I wouldn't trade listen, him. Tatum's item, or Tatum's item, Tatum's idol is Paul Pierce. That would scare the shit out of me, because Paul Pierce ain't do shit until co-stars came. So, if he, if that's the kind of guy Tatum want to be, then you better pray you get another big three down there. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I still think that I, I'd still want Tatum in Boston. I, if it's, I understand on a rental, yeah, I wouldn't want to give if, up Tatum. If I for were a guaranteed rental. to get AD, then we can talk, I guess. I'm no, just, you're not. Uh, There's no guarantees ever. I know, I know, but I'm just saying if this is another what if. I know you hate these kind of questions, but if I could get a guarantee at AD, he'd like. He'd say, like, yes, if Boston were to trade for me, I would commit to a long-term deal with them. Then, yeah, yeah Tatum's be, fucking gone. I guess I'd be willing to trade Tatum. I wouldn't I like guess. it, but I'll be happy. I guess. You want, to, you want to trade a dude that idolizes Paul Pierce for the dude that's... I'm, I don't know what he, idolizing has to do with anything. He's idolizing mid. That's terrifying. He also idolized Kobe. I don't <laughs> is, that, is that really safe, too? I, so does Kyrie. In terms, of, I mean, in terms of playing, sure, but I know there's uh, some uh, other things we don't want to get into here. But that would scare me too, Brooks. Kyrie, because Kyrie idolizes Kobe too. He from that tree, but Kyrie a lot more talented. You know, man, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'd absolutely trade Tatum. 
I, if, I try. If you, I try my best. If you not. were guaranteed, I try my best. AD. If you were guaranteed AD, you wouldn't trade Tatum. I'm not saying. Like if, I'm not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. You are that's, insane. I'd say I try not that. to trade Tatum. I try my damnedest not to. I'll try not. What are you gonna do? Hide him? No, I'm gonna try to offer other pieces. I'm I just gonna forget he's there. I, I I I think if you can offer the right you can offer the right price without it without bringing in Tatum. You, yeah, the right price without Tatum would be Kyrie. <laughs> so you, you know what I meant by that. The, listen, you're not getting away with it. I mean, Either if there's way. a GM that's gonna get away with it, it's gonna be Danny Ainge. No, Danny, listen, Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge ain't that. Listen, he ain't he ain't magic. He ain't he ain't gonna. Rub a bottle and the genie gonna come out and make the Pelicans forget about Jason Tatum. That's just not gonna happen. Hey man, you know, um, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep Kyrie and Tatum out of that deal. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> then if you're it doesn't just happen, not doesn't happen. Them. That's fine. Then you're just not getting them. I mean, that's, that's fine, just man. it. I'm, okay, that's fine. You know, <laughs> fuck having generational talent. Alright, so, um... We had some other teams we had to talk about, but they're world teams in the U.S. team for the Rising Stars game. Yeah, I'm the offended. Rising Stars. I'm personally offended. Because there's a player... Why are you personally offended, Bryce? Well, there's a player not on here that should... Alright, who, who, uh, who got snubbed from, uh, from this game? Because I can name a U.S. player. N- name him, then. Kevin Knox got snubbed. Your boy That's Kevin just Knox. It. Got snubbed. Yeah. Yeah. He got snubbed. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, Lon- Lonzo Ball's on there, but I guess Kevin Knox. Lon- I don't know how the hell Lonzo Ball on there. What has he done? His dad's becoming... His dad was a meme. Uh, that's a very dead meme because he hasn't said shit in like two years. Yeah, I kind of wish Lavar would say something. I haven't had a good laugh about Lavar Ball in a minute. Especially now because Lonzo Ball getting thrown in trade rumors. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, he's um, part of what like everyone's rumoring the Lakers trade package is going to be, right? Yeah, all the Lakers trade packages for AD have Lonzo in them. Yeah, a lot of young talent in that one. Talent is just talent's a little. Uh, well, when I mean when I say young talent, I mean young players. Let's just say young, you know, young people. There's a lot of that, youth uh, in the uh, Lakers. Trip. Yes, a lot of youth. So, um, yeah, the Rising Stars game. This should, uh, yeah. It's there's a lot of um there's a lot of good players. It's just Kevin Knox got snubbed. I mean, you got the world team. Oh, I guess we should name the rosters. Yeah, so, uh, so I got it pulled up right here. So you got uh, um, Jarrett Allen from the Nets, Marvin Bagley the third from the Kings. You got Lonzo and Kuzma from the Lakers. You got John Collins and Trey Young from the Hawks. Um, you got uh, De'Aaron Fox from the Kings. Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Grizzlies. Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz, 
and Jason Tatum from the Celtics. I mean, what, what do you think about that roster? Other than obviously Knox being not there. It's a good roster. Most of the people there deserve to be there. I agree. Just Lonzo Balls. Just, no. All right. And then um, for the for the world roster, we've got uh, OG Anunobi. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these names. Uh, from the Raptors. Uh, you got DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. You got uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic from the Kings. Uh, you got Luka Doncic from the Mavericks. We're going to go into the Mavs in a little bit. We're going to have a little fun with that. Uh, we got Shai Glegius Alexander from the Clippers. Uh, you got Rodion Karuks. I don't know. How the hell am I supposed to announce that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I, I don't pay attention to that much outside of the Celtics. That should be fairly obvious by now. Um, you got Laurie Moroccan from the Bulls. You got Josh Akagi from, or I don't, I'm, I'm probably butchering half these names, uh, from the Timberwolves. You got Seti Osman from the Cavaliers. And you got the, uh, second year rookie of the year, Ben Simmons from the 76ers. Oh, uh, one of them, huh? I'm, I'm, we're not getting into this. That's one of them. We're not getting into that. Second year rookie of the year. It's not even accurate, because if you want to play by those roles, it's be his third year. Nobody cried about Embiid in, like, his fifth year being the rookie. I, home, but I would have said consistent for Embiid, and I would have said consistent for Blake Griffin. Well, Embiid didn't win, so... Yeah, I, I would have said consistent for any of them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what, that's not... We're, we're, we're talking about the Rising Stars game right now, and yes, Ben Simmons is a rising star. Um, so I honestly think the world team is probably going to wipe the floor with the U.S. team. Probably. Uh, I mean, it's tradition that the world team usually does better than the U.S. team. I mean, they got, they got Shy, they got Doncic, they got Aiton, they got Simmons and Osman. All those guys can ball, man. That's, yeah, that's just too many, too many stud names on that roster. Not that the U.S. roster doesn't have a lot of really good players, too. It's just the world roster is just stacked. I got the world in that one. I, I do, too. So we have the All-Stars uh, to announce, too. We also do have the All-Stars, correct. Let me pull those up real quick. Uh, do you want to do the starting lineups first? Yeah. Let's, well, not, let's they're, not a, they're not official, but... We can, we can assume know. what the final rosters are. So, um... For starters, uh, it's Team LeBron versus Team Giannis, which I think is kind well, of a yeah. concept. You know, you got a LeBron and Giannis. Well, it's East and West for this. Yeah, it is East and West, but it's uh, LeBron takes the West, Giannis takes the East, which makes sense because yeah. I think they're two, they're two of the top players in their respective conferences. So, um, yeah. let me, uh, let me just see now. I'm trying to find it. Okay. So, um, for the West, you got Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Paul George, James Harden, and LeBron James for the starters, it looks like. Uh, a lack of big men. I mean, I'm going off on NBA.com saying, so this is all subject to change. 
Um, in the Eastern Conference, you got Giannis, Embiid, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Kemba Walker. Yeah. yeah, those are good lineups. Yeah, those are pretty solid lineups. Not a lot of big men. No, nah, but... no, nah, it looks like it's mostly a uh, pretty guard-heavy. Yeah, cause it's a guard league. But today, uh, also, not the only thing that happened today, but the reserves came out, too, which are, gonna, out. W- which are going to change. I have them up. Yeah, so the reserves, the reserves, the reserves for the East, which will change because you know one of the players is just you know out. Uh, we got Bradley Beal, Victor Oladipo, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Blake Griffin, and Nikolai Vujicic. And for the West, we got Westbrook, Lillard, Clay, AD, Aldridge, Cat, and Jokic. Obviously, Old Depot's out, so he will be replaced. And obviously, uh, the All-Star game is not for a couple weeks. Yeah, so. it's, um, it's two weeks from now, I think. So this could all change. So. Yeah, we'll probably have an official one. Who knows? That's the original. That was the you know, the original reserves. And I'm sure Old Depot will be replaced soon. Yeah, I don't think Old Depot is going to be playing in this one. So. No. Probably a little bit. Um, I think they're... <sighs> who do you think got snubbed? Who do I think got snubbed? Because I only can think of, like... Well, I'd say for the West, um, Tobias Harris kind of got snubbed, I think. Tobias Harris has been having a great year, so I think he kind of got snubbed. Um... I would like uh, so to, to see Dwayne Wade play in the All Star game because if this is his last no, season, no, listen, okay, I, it, it's, it's more of a classiness thing. Like you know, hey, it's your last season yeah. to play. In the game. I don't, I know it's not. No, because he doesn't look. The only player that got away with that was Kobe. I know, I know. And D Wade, like he's great. He's probably maybe the third or fourth best shooting guard of all time. He's not Kobe. I know he's not Kobe. Um, I don't know if I mentioned or said, but Lamarcus Aldridge is also on the reserves. I don't know if I'm. I think you missed him. So. I think I did miss him, but yeah, he's a reserve too. I really think Tobias Harris got snubbed for the West. He's been having a great year. Uh, he plays on the Clippers, so he's you know, it's crazy that LA team like that could just be so overlooked. But you know, you got the Lakers playing in the same arena. Is what it is. And for the East, um, I would say for the East, obviously Oladipo is going to be out. You know, he's not. He's going to get switched out. Yeah. So that gives us. Uh... If you um, if you had to put one guy in Oladipo's spot, would it be Dealer or Jimmy Butler? Ooh. Uh, um. I guess I'd go Jimmy Butler. Why? Why would you go Jimmy Butler though? Why would I go Jimmy Butler? Um, I mean, he's just been—he's been doing things in Philly. He's just been playing really well. Um, nothing against Zelo, obviously, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like <sighs> shit. I don't know. My guts is telling me Jimmy Butler. See, personally, I go Zelo. Because D'Lo, we expect Jimmy Butler to play how he's playing. Like, true, true. what he's what he's doing doesn't surprise me. 
Dilo, this is his breakout year. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. He has taken over. He's really... I mean, well, especially... I mean, I guess now, officially, we'll get to it, but he's definitely the best player in New York now. I mean, no question uh, about yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, he's... I really think D'Lo deserves to be in it. Um, I mean, maybe he will be. Obviously, I don't know who's going to take Victor Oladipo's spot. Um, and who knows, maybe somebody else will drop out. Maybe somebody else will, uh, will leave. Maybe somebody just won't want to do it. Who knows? But I personally believe that D'Lo deserves Victor Oladipo's spot. And that's just that. I gotcha, I gotcha. So, so I, I think we've covered we've everything covered, I wanted to get to. We've scheduled, but um, I'm sure you know by now. Um, everyone saw that Woj bomb that was tweeted out. I'd say around just after what three ish. Uh, it was. I'd have to look. Um. It was early. It was earlier today. It was like, it was like mid afternoon because I had just gotten out of business or I just gotten out of a managerial accounting. I think. That was it. Was at about four o'clock, a little bit before four. Well, the first tweet. Okay, so let me give you the timeline um, of today. So at one forty-four, it came out that Christos Porzingis. Um, was unhappy with the direction the Knicks were taking. Uh, this came out per Woj. Uh, he, it came out that he... It didn't even say in the tweet that he ex- asked for a trade. It just said he was uncertain and he was concerned about the situation. Um, so then... At 2.54, so about an hour and, what, ten, an hour and ten minutes, uh, Christos Porzingis left the Knicks with the impression that he prefers to be traded. So that was an hour later. Um, and then, not even, not even an hour after that. So this all happened within two hours. Yeah, that's what the wild part is. Um, this all happened within two hours, so two hours later, he's gone. He's traded. So he went from, it went from expressing consent to requesting a trade to traded in under two hours. Um, and the trade, if you don't know, you definitely know by Saturday when it's going. Uh, it was, I want to get a the official trade. Yeah, I'm trying to find the put... official one. Um... Tim <laughs> Hardaway Jr. for Wesley Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., and DeAndre Jordan, plus two first-round picks from the Mavs. Um, I don't know 
so that that's what the trade was. Um, how do you feel about that trade? Um, I mean, this just kind of this trade just kind of caught me off guard. I um, I had been in class obviously, so I didn't really see that Kristaps was upset. But then my roommate just says, "Yo, Kristaps just got traded," and I just kind of put down everything I was doing. And sure enough, Kristaps is going to the Mavericks. Dennis Smith Jr. and DeAndre Jordan are going to be Knicks along with Wesley Matthews. Um, that's it's just surprising. That's all that it happened so fast. Like you said, it was within two hours, which is just dumb fast. Which um, leaves me to believe that this was not yeah, something. Yeah, this, this was not something new. They probably had a. This was probably yeah. something that was developing over time. Um. So, personally, um, you know, being a Knicks fan, I obviously, I was caught off guard and stunned by the fact that it escalated that fat, like within two hours he was, he was traded. So, um... The fact that it went that fast, and I mean, I want to believe that the this deal was set up in place because I really feel like there was, we could have just waited like 10 minutes and there would have been a better deal. I mean, it's, we dumped our, our best player for, for cap space. Um, now I understand seeing how he acted and seeing how things went down, it's pretty clear to me he's not built for the New York spotlight. Some some players are, some players not. He's not one of them. I mean, he, he proved it. I thought he was personally, but he's not. He's not built for that, the pressure New York media brings. Um... I'm not saying we traded him for somebody that is. I I fully expect at least Wesley Matthews gone. And I don't think we keep Wesley. We might keep DeAndre, but... Yeah, DeAndre might be a nice option. DeAndre we might keep, but who knows. Um, so, there are positives of this trade. We did do... We did get some things. Um, what The biggest thing we got... Which, personally, I don't think, at this point, I don't know if it matters. Um, but the Knicks now have $74 million in cap space. That's a lot of cap space. Which is good enough, I believe, for two max. Yeah, that is enough for two maxes. So, with two max and a high draft pick... Um, that's really all we can take. So, you know, we the Knicks need to get this right. Oh, it's it's about getting a a free agent. We need. I don't think we get Kyrie. And I mean, I was in on Kevin Durant. I was pretty sure on Kevin Durant. Now, kind of not there anymore. I don't know. Maybe he will come. Maybe he won't. 
But either way, just KD with another max slot is... Okay, the things we got out of this, from a perspective of just pure, you know, trying to be positive, we got massive cap space. We got a 2020... I don't remember the years, but we got not one first-round pick. I think it's 2020 and a 2021. No, it's not 2020. Because the Hawks have their pick next year. The Hawks have their pick, that's right. Um, I think it's 2021 and 2023 are the picks. Yep, that's it. 2023. Um, 2023. And that's... So... And, um... It, it, I'm looking at ESPN right now. These Those picks could come as soon as 2021 and 2023 if Dallas doesn't move into the top five this year. Which they won't. Right. So... There's another thing. Um, KP planned on signing the qualifying offer, um, which will make him unrestricted in 2020. Not 2020, I think. No, not this year, but next offseason he'll be um, he'll be unrestricted. I don't know what that means yet, but I guess we'll have to see. Um... What I believe, um, I'm just upset about how this was handled because obviously I don't know what what was going on behind closed doors, but I don't know how a concern goes to a trade request to being traded in two hours. I don't see how that's even a thing. I don't see how that even happened. I don't understand why we would even want, you know, to look at the Mavericks and say, well, Wesley Matthews, DSJ, and DeAndre Jordan are the best players we could get for, you know, this. So I don't don't understand that. I don't understand, like, I don't know how many days exactly will be left before the trade deadline when this goes up, but, like, as of right now, there's seven days, eight days. Yeah, you tell me. You tell me if you really wanted to trade them that bad, and we didn't have to. You really, really didn't. But if you really were so inclined to trade them, why right away? Why not wait? Why not? You know hear other offers because I am a thousand percent sure somebody could have gave us something better. Yeah, I'm sure someone would have been willing to give you something nice for that. Like, even if you looked at the Celtics, like, obviously you don't want to give KP to the Celtics, but we could have probably gotten one of their starters and some of their picks I mean, that's not a bad deal. Like, if we could have gotten the Kings pick and one of their starters, probably not Kyrie or Tatum, but maybe, like, Horford or Brown. Yeah, you probably would have gotten... You probably would have gotten Horford and... um... Horford and the Kings pick, which is this year, in a very good draft class. I would probably that was probably the better offer. 
honestly, Swordford's a serviceable starter. Well, I don't know. Maybe not at this point. Uh, MJ, maybe I mean, he gets the job done. I don't know about Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's definitely a Brad Stevens merchant, so I don't know about Jalen Brown. So, mm, that's still a better deal, I think, but... Because you don't got to wait two years to get the... And even longer than that for the other one. But from a fan perspective, I love KP. Uh... I guess he didn't love us back. He didn't love New York back. Um, that's fine. He wants to act petty now. He wants to act like... He, he just wants to be dirt that bad, I guess. Whatever power to him, I guess. I hope his career is terrible. Um, I think the way it was handled and the way KP acted... Uh, we're both terrible. I think <sighs> you gotta get rid of James Dolan if he doesn't get a free agent. At least one. You gotta. They gotta get KD at least, man. They gotta figure out a way because I don't think Kyrie wants to be a Nick. I've never. I really have never believed that in a million years. So, KD. I can see KD. But now we're going to get a free agent because why would anyone want to come here? We're clearly dysfunctional. We're clearly not even close to winning anything. I mean, even if we get the first pick in the draft, which, I mean, we probably won't, um... I mean, even if we're probably going to get a top... We should get a top three pick, at, at the least. I mean, we have the worst record in the NBA. Yeah, that should definitely help your chances with getting a lottery, a good lottery pick. So, it's... I just don't understand... I guess KP got sick of losing, even though he's not playing. That doesn't make sense. I feel like KP just went full dumb... Just he just went full stupid, and he just lost sight of the fact that this isn't the last year in NBA history. Um, and he decided, you know, eh, I don't want to come back. I want to, you know, I want to go. I I understand him wanting to play with Doncic because he knows Doncic, and obviously he grew up idolizing Dirk. I understand that, but. Like, damn, man, like, we had some, like, we had a future, we actually did have something to look forward to, and now I can't really say with confidence we do. I mean, there were concerns, I was personally a little concerned, like, oh, is he going to come back the same player, you know, is he going to be alright, but I, I guess those aren't my concerns now. Yeah, I guess that's not really your uh, your thing to worry about anymore. I guess that's yeah, it's not really me now. That's not really what I got to worry about. Yeah, that's more Dallas's thing now. I, it's just to me, it's funny because we did this. We have we drafted Tim Hardaway Jr. We let him go, and then we gave him a stupid contract to bring him back, and then we traded him again. 
And now, not even on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, we're going to have, now, instead of drafting Dennis Smith Jr., like some people, including me, I, I wanted Dennis Smith Jr., instead of drafting Dennis Smith Jr., uh, we, we, we traded our franchise player for him. So that was, well, that's good. Be careful for, for what you wish for, I guess. Um... It's just annoying, really. It's just frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine. It's just... These are simple things that... Like, okay, I want to say this about KP, too. We ran Phil Jackson out of town for KP. Because when he brought up trading KP, that was the last straw. And we and he got fired. Phil Jackson, if you really think about it, never got it wrong. He never did one thing wrong, if you really think about it. Because he was right about KP, he was right about, I guess he was right, right about Frank, he was right about the coaching, like he was just right. Maybe we just didn't want to believe he was right, but he was right. Phil Jackson was right all along. And I hated Phil Jackson. I was I wanted to throw a parade when he got fired, but damn, he was he was right. We ran him out of town for KP. The media ran him out of town because he even thought of the idea of trading KP, and he was right. He, he was right. So power to Phil Jackson for for being woke. I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe that this is how that situation was handled. I really cannot believe it. I can't. I really can't. I mean, that was that was our cornerstone piece, and it's just, it's gone. Just like that, in two hours. Took two hours. I, um, I don't really know how to transition from that, so, um... Are you want you want to talk about the Knicks a little more? Or do you want to you want to go over to questions? Um, let's do questions. I'm done talking about the Knicks. All right. So um, we got some more questions this week. Thank you for everyone that asked. Uh, you, if uh, am I reading them? Any questions? You can follow. You can uh, ask us on Twitter at IWH Podcast. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you read them out, Bryce? Uh, you are, by the way, uh, again, if you're inclined, email iwhpod at gmail.com if you're that inclined. Yeah. Uh, and obviously our Twitters. Most of them get asked through, uh, through my text, actually. So we got three questions this week because we want to talk about something else afterwards. First question from Zay again, you know, back-to-back weeks. Not, not the Zay, only man. person. Some good questions. Uh, Haskins or Locke? Who do you pick here? Haskins, easily. I mean, lots of great See, players, but I, I think Haskins is just the better player. Okay, I agree with you. I would take Haskins, but I understand why this is a question now, because Drew Locke had an amazing senior bowl. Yeah, he absolutely did. Um, <coughs> There was another QB that did too, uh, Tyree Jackson out of Buffalo. Um, he had a great senior day as well, but... Uh, Giants have drafted like the last two or three senior bowl MVPs, and Drew Locke was a senior bowl MVP, I believe. Or was it Tyree? It might have been it was either Drew Locke or Tyree. I think Drew Locke was MVP of that game. So, 
I don't know, but I would personally, I'm all in on Haskins. I think Haskins is the guy the Giants need. Uh, and we obviously have the means to get him. So, personally, I think Haskins. So, question you know two. We, we both got it wrong. It was Daniel Jones was MVP. Oh, uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, he also, yes, he also had a great senior senior day as well. I I don't believe in him at all, though personally, but that's just me. So, our next question uh, from Raza again. He asked one last week. Uh, does Tennessee deserve number one? Obviously, he's talking about college basketball. Uh, to Raza's dismay, probably angry messages. I'm going to say yes, they do. I'm going to say they do deserve number one. Hmm, that is an interesting... Uh, what do you think? Do I think that Tennessee deserves to be the number one spot? I mean, to me, it's... To me, it's still Duke. Like, Duke is better. Like, like we could say... Yeah, you know... Um, team is, but it's still Duke. Like, Duke's not... Duke's just insane. Yeah, like, Duke... I don't think the rankings even really matter in this case because it's still Duke's still the best team in the nation. It doesn't matter what the ranking is, but all around Duke is still the best team, and I fucking hate Duke. So you can't just call me a bandwagon. But like, I mean, yeah, I really hate Duke because they're in my conference that I root for. So I hate Duke because I'm still salty about the 2015 national championship. But you know what? Mm. Duke, it's Duke. They're the they're the best all around team. That's all I can really say about that. The Tennessee does deserve number one, though. Sure. We can say that for now. All right. So we got uh, the last, our last question, more of a, more of a fun one. No, yeah, I really like this one. question. So, um, so Donnie on the horn. Shout out, uh, Donnie, great guy. He asked us, uh, "What is the best name in sports? Uh, who would you go with for the All best right. name?" So, um, this one came up almost immediately because. Just before we were planning our episode, I was going through the old Jimmy Fallon sports superlatives, and like from like two or three years ago, they uh, had a, a segment of that. And um, for those of you who remember a man by the name of uh, Debrickashaw Ferguson, he played left tackle for the Jets for like a decade, and he was really he was damn very good. good. He was pretty he was good. Very good. Um, his superlative was something like least likely to hear, "Hey, my name's Debrickashaw too." And I remember I was in high school, yeah. and I thought that was just fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's probably true. I doubt many other people are named the Brickishaw. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't assume many mothers are naming their newborn babies the Brickishaw, but I mean, if you do, go ahead. I'm not I'm not judging. I've heard worse names. But, um, <laughs> Booger. Yeah. That's not his real name. I know but... it isn't, but I'm sure someone's named their kid Booger before. I'm sure. <laughs> Shout out so, to kid. So, um, mine was a little more basic. I'm going to stick with that. I think I said it, but to you anyway. Mine is um, a very lesser known person. He's hardly a, hardly plays a sport and hardly is an athlete, I would say. His name's, uh, his name's Dave Davis. Uh, if you Google Dave Davis, an actor's going to pop up. But if you Google Dave Davis Buller, you'll find who I'm talking about. 
So Dave Davis, you went with the just a completely like you'll never hear that name again. I went with just just Dave Davis. Yeah, Trust yeah. Me. I mean that's I mean that's a lot of there's a lot of things like that. You know, there's a lot of people who have like like Cam Cameron or like uh um, there was like Cam that, Cameron. That's not, that's not a real name. That's just like an example. Uh, there's that like country artist Philip Phillips or something like that. <laughs> Philip Phillips, yeah, Dave Davis. Yeah, me. there's a lot of those kind of names. Those are always kind of funny. But uh, that's we normally do. We well, I would say normally, but we've only had one episode with questions. But normally we would do more. But we want to discuss uh, something else yes. before uh, this episode ends. So a couple of days ago, I think Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, we officially. It's been in the works for a while. We officially released our our merch line for the podcast. Yes, we have a merch line now. And um, huge, huge, huge shout-out to Agent Inc. for hooking us up with that. Um, and huge shout-out to my, my guy, Levite. He's helped out in the pod so many ways. He's, like, designed the logo. He's helped with a lot of graphics stuff. He um he helped hook us up with Agent Inc. CEO. Uh, shout out to Joey. I hope you're feeling better, man. I saw you were in the hospital, so um, yeah, hopefully you're doing better with that. But um, just huge, huge shout out to those guys for hooking us up. Um, I've seen the products that they make. It's super high quality stuff, and um, I would highly recommend buying some stuff. Obviously, you don't have to if you don't want to. Don't have the money. Um, it, it just if you want good stuff, you want to support us in any way. Um, there's going to be a link in the bio on our Twitter page at IWH podcast. You can use that link and you can use code IWH 10 for 10% off your order. And we would just, we'd really appreciate that because, you know, we still want to grow. We want to get the, get the pot out there. I'm planning on buying a shirt, maybe a sticker. Uh, I don't know if what you've been planning on trying to buy Bryce, but, um, uh, I want to own one of everything, so... Yeah, I want to I want to own one of everything eventually, but... Those hoodies, let me tell you, bro. Those, those hoodies, hoodies look prime time, let me tell you. Those hoodies are nice. I mean, I've got a, ho- I got a hoodie surplus, but if I... If I start making money... I also money, do. I, 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 I also have a hoodie one. surplus, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so... Like we said, link in the Twitter bio. Uh, feel free to buy something if you'd like. Uh... Ta- tweet it, tag us, we'll give you a retweet, we'll give you a follow, maybe. Um, and mm-hmm. we, would greatly, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah, believe me, any, any, any apparel you get uh, and you tweet it at us is definitely going to earn a retweet and probably an e-hug. <laughs> e-hug, I like that. Alright. E-hug. So, um... I uh, do you think that's a we're gonna wrap it up here? Yeah. Alright, yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. Um thank you for listening to uh, episode twenty five of I'm Walking Here. Can't believe we're already at twenty five. God damn. Um every week. I, I hadn't said it for a few weeks, but I feel like I <laughs> yeah, the whole hold off for a couple weeks. I held off for a couple weeks. I know you said it was dumb, but I think this one I think this one's justifiable, alright? Halfway to 50, so I guess. Halfway to 50, quarter to 100. Um, goddamn. 
So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at IanMQ6, spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. You can, uh, like we said, uh, merchandise for the pod is going to be in our Twitter description below. Use code IWH10 for 10% off your order. And that'll do it. Thank you for listening, and have a good night.